0: I'm Jackie Jones and welcome to my podcast Living Life Being Human, the number one podcast for anxiety, stress and mental health support. Don't forget to click subscribe to be notified of my latest podcast episodes and if you get any value from this podcast please support me by leaving a review. It really does help me out and it motivates me to keep making these podcasts you can connect with me on social media at Jackie Jones coaching and subscribe to my YouTube channel to get weekly videos all around anxiety stress and mental health I hope you enjoy this episode hi and welcome to this podcast This podcast is taken from a video that I currently have over on my YouTube channel. You can find that at Jackie Jones Coaching. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, and welcome back to this next module where I'm going to be talking a little bit about physical versus mental health. So the reason why I chose this topic um, to just explore, I'm, I'm not here to teach you anything. I'm not here to... Force information into you this is just an exploration of of what mental health is and you might find that some of this resonates with you and you might find that some of it is like yeah, don't get what she's talking about at all and that is absolutely fine because to me that just demonstrates one of the things that I talk about an awful lot that as human beings we are completely unique I'm a psychotherapist and coach so I see clients one-to-one and I can honestly say that each individual that I see is unique in their own right. Um, they've all experienced different, different life issues. They've experienced a different upbringing. To me, they've, they, they're, they're completely unique to them, and that's the way I approach everything in life. Is, you know, one I understand that I can only see things through my eyes. So my experience on how I interact with people, how I communicate how I react to things is unique to me, and I can only see see my experience through my own eyes. So that's kind of an overarching thing that I use an awful lot, that my thoughts create my reality 100% of the time, without a shadow of a doubt. And one of the ways that I explain and explore that with people is that if you're sat watching a video or a film or something on YouTube, whatever, with somebody else whoever that might be might be a loved one might be a, one of your kids it could be in a work situation whatever um that you will you will take different things from that film that you're watching certain things will resonate with you and certain things you'll think what a crock of whatever um i am from lancashire and i do talk quite straight when i'm when i'm doing these videos and with clients as well i you I'm a bit like Marmite some people like me and some people don't which is absolutely fine but I I believe in you know being quite direct and straight with people about my understanding and where I come from it so just be prepared in these videos it might not be exactly what you're expecting from somebody who's a psychotherapist and coach but hey ho we'll carry on um so yeah talking about physical versus mental health and watching a film that you, you certain things will resonate with you um and that's exactly the same in situations we're, we're in the middle of a global pandemic at the moment and you might find that some people around you are just carrying on merrily they're not really bothered they're not they're not feeling anxious they're not feeling overwhelmed they're not stressed by it They're you know it's sticking to the rules wearing a mask social distancing but yeah they're fine That might be completely different for you. You might be thinking lots of things. You might be thinking about, am I at risk? Am I putting my family at risk? What if I catch it? What about work? How am I going to cope? There might be an overwhelming lot of thoughts going on for you. That's because you're seeing your reality through their eyes. Through your eyes, sorry. And they're seeing it through their eyes. And it's completely different. So these are the things that I explore. And I, I just... I'm curious. I am a curious person, anyway. But it it tweaks my curiosity how different people react to different things. So, physical versus mental health. There's there's an awful lot of stigma around mental health these days, Um, particularly with males. Surprisingly, I see an awful lot of of males in my private practice, and I think I kind of explore that with them Um, one about why why me why come and see a woman because a lot of the time you know men want to be around other men which is understandable women want to be around other women but I think there's something about when it's to do with our vulnerability when it's to do with us being um feeling like we need support and help in certain areas that men would prefer to see a woman not sure what that's about but it's just something that you know sometimes i think about if we look at the physical side of things often a man will go to a man at the gym if you've got a personal trainer if if you go to the you know classes and i don't know as you can see i don't go to the gym um but you know lifting weights and all this sort of stuff i think a man is more likely to go and and be supported in his physical health with another man Whereas a woman would maybe go to another woman, or if they want to kick up the butt, they would go to a man. These are all all thoughts that I have around certain things, and you will have similar thoughts around certain things as well. But my view on mental health and physical health and living life as a human being is to look at things holistically to look at the whole picture um you know <laughs> we we are all unique as human beings but our physical health and our mental health is very much connected one one i think is is seen as being more vulnerable when when i was asked to do these videos around mental health and i spoke about yeah that's not a problem i can talk about mental health what is it that would you like me to talk about topics came up like anxiety stress depression overthinking All those sorts of things, which to me are all about issues around mental health. It's not mental health. For me, mental health is kind of a net that's underneath us. We all have mental health. We all have the ability to access our mental health at any given time. Exactly the same as what we do with our physical health. Sometimes, you know, physical health might, we might get a cold, we might get a sniffle, an ear infection or something, and our physical health will dip a bit. And that's exactly the same with our mental health. We don't lose it. We don't kind of put it down and forget about it. It's in us all the time. But at certain times when life throws us a curveball or when something's going on for us, our state of mind and our awareness can drop and we feel overwhelmed. We feel anxious. We feel stressed. But that's because we're having anxious thoughts. We're, We're thinking stressful thoughts and were feeling overwhelmed because of that so that's kind of like a general overview of how i see physical health and and mental health the other thing is that often around mental health people people want a magic pill i'm feeling stressed i'm feeling anxious what can i do to get rid of this how can i stop feeling the way that i'm feeling I would recommend a visit to the GP. I'm not a medical person, so I would always recommend go to your GP and get checked out, whether that's something physical or something mental. Um, But sometimes people expect a magic pill. Sometimes people will come to see me in a therapy room and put the responsibility on me to fix them. The first thing I want to say about that is that, one, I don't believe that you're broken so that's the other thing I believe that maybe at times we are overwhelmed with our thinking and we are feeling overwhelmed by life events but you're not broken in a therapy room I I very much come from a position as I'm okay you're okay we go into that room as as equals because if I if I go into that room feeling like it's my job to fix somebody, then there's an awful lot of responsibility on me. And I don't think that's fair on the other person, because it kind of puts me one up to them, which is another therapeutic principle that I might touch on at a later date, but I'm not doing that now. So people kind of look for a magic pill to fix them. So one, they're not broken. And two, I don't think there is such a thing as a magic pill. Same as You know, you can join a gym, you can pay £40 for a month subscription or whatever it is to go to a gym. If you don't invest in what that personal trainer says, if you don't turn up for the the sessions or the courses or do the exercises at home, nothing is going to change. So I I doubt very much that, there might be some people out there to be fair, but I doubt very much that you would pay for a membership at a, a, a gym and then blame the personal trainer if you don't end up with a six pack at the end of six weeks when all you've done is sit at home, eating chocolate and watching Netflix. So, so that's that's kind of where, where I come from as far as physical and mental health. It's about an exploration, it's about you know being more aware of who we are as human beings because we all are unique. How has my upbringing and my past impacted on me? How has a life event or a trauma impacted on me? And, and what can I do about, you know, living my life with that? So, you know, exploring that is, is really interesting because our thoughts create our feelings 100% of the time. If I'm feeling anxious, I know that it's because I'm having anxious thoughts. And it's quite difficult sometimes to explain this to people because it's not like I sit in my chair and say, I'm going to be anxious or um get up in the morning and think i'm feeling anxious today there's there's the very subtle um if an exam what can i give an example of um, i don't really like traveling i'm a bit of a home bird um, i used to work in manchester and I don't like going to big cities. I live in a little village, there's one road in and one road out and that I quite like it that way. If I'm going to a big city then I tend to get a little bit anxious about that because I probably don't know the way, I'm relying on a sat-nav, I don't know where to park. There's lots of different things that, that I would feel anxious about but me being anxious about going to a big place starts way before the day that I have to actually go there. It might be that I have a, a course to attend or I'm doing some training. So as soon as it's booked in, there's a, there's a little bit of something going on for me there. Um, don't really pay much attention to it, but it's it's there and I'm aware of it. Um, it might be that I'm then planning if I need to stop overnight, so I've got to book a hotel or something. So there's lots of things that I'm doing that are just kind of putting a little a little weight on my anxiety, if that makes sense. So it's not that I'm thinking about the trip. It's about all the things around the trip that can start to, start to, to make me feel a little bit anxious, if that makes sense. And then the morning where I'm having to do it, I'll wake up and maybe my first thought would be, oh God, I've got to go to Manchester. So, oh God, I've got to go to Manchester. Isn't me thinking I'm anxious about going to Manchester. It's just the thought of going to Manchester then creates certain feelings. So that's kind of how anxiety, stress, overwhelm all work. It's it's very subtle. The, the, The little the little inclinations that are underneath that then start us to think about certain things and one of the ways i describe this a lot is with my my trusty snow globe Um, if people are talking about mental health and anxiety and i'm talking about the thoughts and feelings that go along with that thoughts are neutral 100 of the time if i have a thought um i'm hungry i want to go and get something to eat there's there's kind of just a little bit of glitter there don't don't really do anything with that I'll go and get something to eat if I have a thought if we use the example that I just didn't I've got to go to Manchester it shakes up a bit and then I might go what if I get lost what if I can't find my way what if I can't find parking and what I'm doing literally is shaking up the snow globe constantly all the time and it's agitating my thoughts and my feelings so one of the things that we can do in order to stop that is nothing and that is so difficult to somebody that's struggling with anxiety or overwhelm or stress or anything it's it's just noticing that you're having thoughts around a certain thing that can be enough to just quieten it down but all this comes with practice and Experience and awareness, and getting to know a little bit more about what triggers you and how you respond and react to certain things. I might talk in some other videos about um, how we can camouflage one feeling with another, but I'll just tell you a little snippet. I I don't like being vulnerable. There's a surprise. That I don't think any of us do. But if I feel anxious, if I feel scared, if I feel fear of something. I tend to come out all guns blazing and get angry because to me and my thoughts and my upbringing, being fearful and being scared wasn't, wasn't a very good thing to have. But if I came out fighting, if I was angry and came out all guns blazing, I kind of got recognition for that when I was growing up. So rather than feel anxious or sure that I'm feeling anxious, I will come out as being quite aggressive Um, which I think an awful lot of people do that without stereotyping which I don't like doing I work with um, young people a lot and particularly boys can be seen as having you know anger issues or, or being very aggressive when the reality is they're actually quite anxious and scared underneath but it's easier for them to come out all guns blazing this might resonate with you you might see some of yourself in in what I'm saying which is absolutely fine because all I want you to do is to just be curious about why do I do that why when I feel sad or scared do I come out feeling angry and aggressive that that's the first start is to just be curious and just start to be more aware of who you are as a person what triggers you what are your thoughts around certain things? And being completely honest with yourself. You don't need to be honest with me. You can be, you can message me with pleasure. But just be honest with yourself about hmm, why, why do I do that? When I'm, when I'm sad or when I'm scared or I feel vulnerable, why do I get angry? What's that about?